Hey, hey girl, squirrel. squirrel! It's us, Aria. And it's Liv. And, you know, we're doing another episode. Here we are again! Yay, we're back. We, we're still here. Still we're kicking. still here. How do we do that? Incredible. I don't know. Well, we survived the plane ride we just took yesterday. That's the start. We sure did. We did. It actually was a pretty easy plane ride. Yeah, uh, it wasn't bad. Yeah, so we were in... Florida. Yes, to give some context, we have both been busy little bees lately, so that's why we've been like seriously lacking on keeping up with this podcast. So we right. apologize. But we I mean both... technically we've always gotten it out on Tuesdays. We've then. got well we've gotten <laughs> the episodes out on time, but we haven't really been promoting it or anything. We haven't really been like working on the Instagram Social or the TikTok media. at all. Like we haven't been doing anything because we're just like We've both been so freaking busy. I've been busy with my day job. I worked a lot these mm-hmm. last couple weeks yeah. at, to, to save for this trip. And you had a couple of gigs that you had to deal with. Yeah. And then we had personal life Things. shit going on for each of us. And then we finally took this trip to Universal this weekend. We were gone. Well, they were gone from like Friday through yesterday. Yeah, we had a gig down in Florida. Yeah, they, then- they had a gig. And then I flew down on Saturday, and then I was there until yesterday. So we all flew back together. But we've been out of town and prepping for this trip and these gigs for them. Yep. So it's been a little chaotic. Yeah. But here we are. I mean, we've we've still kind of pretty much kept up, which I'm surprised. I know. Um, so thanks to everybody who's been sticking with us and who's been listening. Thank you. Um, we really appreciate it. I mean, we're just really – this podcast is – is uh, it's fun for us to do so. We're, it we're is. happy when you, when y'all are sticking around. We started it because it meant something to us, and we really wanted to like. We believe in the value of it and in what it stands for. So, yeah. So we'll yeah. Uh, we're we're committed to keeping it going. Yep. Um. And on that note, so the topic of today's episode <laughs> is facing fears. Yeah. Which is something Liv did this weekend, like so much. I mean, we're gonna uh, talk about it, but like, I'm super proud of her because uh, she faced like fears that I I really like didn't expect her to face. Like, I know that sounds like I, I'm not trying to say like I didn't believe in you. No. But like, I just I, did. Yeah. I I really like. I didn't believe in it. <laughs> no, I, I was just, like, really pleasantly surprised at, like, how much you were just, like, screw it. And <laughs> uh, maybe it's turning 25. Maybe, maybe that's it part is. of it. Maybe, maybe, I mean, yeah. Maybe part of it is, like, the good side of a quarter-life crisis where I'm, like, I, I've tricked myself into thinking I'm dying. Yeah. And so now I just, I'm not <laughs> afraid of anything anymore. Maybe that's what it is. That's what it it's is. A, it's a side effect of panic. Yeah, existential crisis. I'm just like I'm gonna die tomorrow of old age, so I may as well just ride the roller coaster. Indeed, but that's not what's going to happen. I'm telling myself it's not what's going to happen, but but that might be some of what (laughs) pushed me to it to do it. So I am okay. So facing your fears is something that we all have to do at some point in our lives, and fears come in all shapes and sizes, right? We can all agree on that. Right. Everybody's afraid of something. Nobody's afraid of nothing. Like, we all have our own fears, whether it stems from a traumatic experience or even just, like, a scary thing that you saw, maybe something that really uh, bothered you and makes you afraid is going to happen to you. Mm -hmm. Like, there's a bunch of different places that fears come from, and some of them are 
very practical, like fears of, you know, like dying or, you know, a, burning your hand on a stove. Yeah, you know? like burning your hand sure. or fears of, you know, um, flying, a very normal fear, normal yeah. fears like that. And then there's, you know, there's like the more, I call them like Halloween fears. You know, you're afraid of spiders or you're afraid of ghosts. Yeah, like you're afraid of uh, the, the scary movies. You're afraid of demons. You're afraid of the claw. You're afraid of your closet. Ah, the claw. The claw. Things like that. Afraid of snakes. Things like that. So um, what are some things you're afraid of? I'm afraid of wasps. I do not like them. That's true. Um, Wait, tell them what Tim did the other day with the wasp. Oh, yeah. We were at the pool and uh, Tim jumped into the pool with a fork full of food um, with the fork in the air, I should say. Yeah, it didn't go under the water, which was It didn't go under impressive. the water, but he, well, first he ran around because this wasp was chasing him. And we were, I was like, don't run, it's going to chase you more. And, but but he it kept wanted running. his sweet, sticky food. Yeah, it wanted what he had. Yeah. And so he was like, ah! <laughs> and, he and then into he the jumped pool. into the pool with the fork in the air, and it never touched the pool. It was just really funny. He went underwater with the, with his hand in the air like he's King yep. Triton coming yep. out of the ocean. Yep, yep. <laughs> and <laughs> with, with his widow Triton. And then um, a fork full of food with a fork full of food. So it was just really funny. And then a little baby was like, yay, good job. Started clapping for him. And then everyone clapped. It was very funny. And then everyone clapped. Except everyone did clap because the baby was making a big deal out of it. And it was funny. Yeah, we're actually not like lying on the Internet for attention, even though every other story ending in and then everyone (laughs) applauded is definitely false. But like in this case, it was cute because there was a little baby with water wings. And she was like, yay. She started clapping. Good job. She was applauding Tim's uh, dive. Yeah. Yeah, everybody Into thought the that pool. was pretty funny and cute. And Tim also funny. thought it was really cute. But I was <laughs> so yeah, uh, he was just so scared that he had jumped scared into the pool, but not he was. But he had that control, that form, to make sure that the his food form. didn't get. He did. Um, he's thinking wet. clearly he enough. The, yeah, I yeah. guess so. Um, so yeah, he and I both don't like wasps. I also yeah. am like super scared of the dentist. Hate it. Yeah, hate it. I get you know doctors' offices in general are just spooky. But like the sure. dentist, I have so many like terrible traumatic experiences. From when I was a kid, I have such a hard time as an adult, like, forcing myself to go to the dentist. Yeah. <sighs> can't, can't attest to that. <laughs> yeah, I just don't like, and that's why I'm always like, are you tricking me? Are you taking me to the dentist? Yeah, no. My mom tricked me. Really? Once. She actually did? Yeah, I thought that no. was just something that you said. No, I so no, <laughs> my mom one time told me, like, you have a doctor's appointment. And, like, I wasn't scared of, like, the regular doctor. Sure, just like a checkup. Yeah, I really didn't have an issue with it. So she was like, yeah, you have a doctor's appointment on whatever day it was. So she was, like, telling me. I was, like, being prepared for it. I was like, okay. Uh, And next thing I know... She pulls into the dentist doctor's mm. office. It's like when you take a dog to the vet, and they're like, "Wait, wait, whoa! You want to go to the park?" On. Yeah, and 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 suddenly it's the vet, and you're like, "No, now hold on!" I wouldn't get out of the car. She was like, "I was like, you said we were going to the doctor." She's like, "A dentist doctor," and oh, I was so no. mad at her, Linda. I was so mad. It was horrible. I wish I would have had time to like. Like process where you were going. Process where it was going. Yeah. Yeah, it really pissed me off. She never did that again. But like, uh, I was just like, mm-hmm. so yeah. My mom did trick me oh my into going to the dentist. So that's why I'm always like, you guys tricking me to go to the dentist. No, we're never gonna trick you to go to the dentist. Tim might. No, he won't. I won't. He's a Scorpio, so he well, might. I won't. 
There's also a dentist office like right next to our favorite like voodoo donuts. Oh yeah, I'm in, always in like, Denver. Ooh. And so every time we go to the voodoo donut, she's like, "Wait, are you trying to get me to go to the dentist?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you're gonna get a donut, and then we're gonna go straight to the dentist <laughs> because you ate a donut." No, I will brush my teeth. Um, so the dentist wasps. What else? Um, okay, the other thing I'm scared of uh, is outer space. Well, yeah, I think it's the idea of being an astronaut or like space tourism or like going into space terrifies me um i'm scared of space i'm scared of and i think it's pretty similar scared of the deep ocean Mm -hmm. because what the hell is going on down there Uh, nothing we need to know nothing we need we should just we just leave it alone leave it alone we should stop trying to look in there because i don't i don't think we're supposed to be in there uh, no, probably if not. we were supposed to be in there, we'd see them. We'd have gills. We'd have gills. If we were supposed to be in yeah. there. Yeah. 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 So let's, let's, just let's, leave let's it alone. avoid the deep, deep space. I deep agree. Ocean. I agree with that. And then what about like other, like, like more like adult practical fears? No, those are, well, I mean, they're all I am practical. Of being yeeted. Okay, but I've had this conversation with you before. <laughs> this is like a weird fear that I think we both have. What? Like when you're laying out on an open field. And yeah, up into the sky, and you're suddenly scared. Like, what if gravity, gravity just stops and yeah. I just float <laughs> off into space? I can't stop. Myself. There's nothing to hang on to. <laughs> it's so scary to me. I know. I think about and that it's too. It's not gonna happen. No, but I think about it too. The Earth is gonna like overheat just turn before off. gravity just stops. No, it's like there's like a giant light switch, and some <laughs> shithead kid with a backwards cap is just gonna go up to it and go, <laughs> gravity <laughs> off. Like I'm like (laughs) sitting there like holding onto grass. Okay, so you're afraid that gravity is going to stop working, right? Well, we both we both are. I I am too. We both agree that if gravity stops. Boy, oh boy, are we gonna freak out? I was gonna say hot take. Hot Um, take. Gravity is necessary. Hey, oh hot take. Uh, Gravity's real. Hot take. My dad doesn't think it's Hot real, take. You guys. Uh, the Earth is round. Hot take, Dad. The Earth is round. Oh, we'll, oh God. You guys, we'll get it. We'll, one day we'll talk about my flat earth. Or we'll dad. talk about okay. dads. <laughs> dads. Oh, no. What a terrible, no. horrible idea. So more, what about some more like adult fears? Like things that came with getting older that are like more, like harder to overcome? Okay. I'd say for me, conflict is something that I've always had an issue with. Not mm-hmm. starting it, but like conflict or confrontation i avoid as much as possible and i mean in a way it's like a good thing but also it definitely stops me from like or has stopped me also in the past from like having important conversations with people or saying what i mean to say um and that's stuff that i have to work through but like that's a big fear of mine and that stems from like childhood trauma i'm pretty sure that stems from like people yelling sure you know sure so i think another fear that i have as an adult um is like oh like just like surviving like can i take care of myself yeah like can i actually survive on this planet as a person without my mommy and daddy which i have been doing yeah but you know i think when you start standing on your own two feet it becomes intimidating thinking about like oh it's on me now right it's it's very real because you're just like oh dang i have responsibilities now and yeah i did like there's fears that i won't be able to 
take care of myself in the future. Sure, sure. Like that, you know, fears about death and just all sorts of existential fun things. Oh, yeah. Well, that's the stuff that, like I said, like there's like fears that you have when you're younger. Then there's fears that kind of manifest when you're Mm -hmm. older. Like when you're you're five, you're not sitting there like, I'm afraid of the great beyond. Yeah, you're not thinking about you're that. You're not thinking you about it. You can't even it. conceptualize that. You're just like, dang, I sure wish mom would give me Rice Krispies yeah. for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Pretty much. Extra sugar. Extra sugar, please, um, mom. <clears throat> so, in your eyes, what do you feel like is the key difference between facing your fears as a kid versus facing your fears as an adult? Um, I don't know. It's kind of hard because as a kid, like, if you're, if the people around you haven't, like, given you examples of like how to face fears or if they don't support you in facing fears or if like maybe their approach isn't helpful to you personally um then it like follows you into adulthood and then you have to figure it out for yourself because as an adult I mean not everybody is a mom they can call not everybody has like somebody they can lean on so you know as an adult a lot of your fears stem from like okay well I'm not a minor and like nobody's looking out for me. Mm-hmm. So I have to figure this out. Tech like it feels like you have to figure it out on your own, which you kind of do. Um especially if you don't have people to lean on. Right. Um which I know you, you know there's a lot of people out there who just don't. And so like that yeah, it's a really real really pretty real fear. So how how have you faced conflict? Since that's a fear of yours. How I've have had- you faced that fear? Uh, well, mostly, I mean, honestly, in my, like, 27 years of life, I've had really only the last few years have I really started, like, facing that fear to the best of my ability and trying to reframe people's reactions. Like, especially when you have ADHD, it's really common to also, a part of that, have, like, what's called rejection-sensitive dysphoria, where if any little thing happens like it's just like it, it's astronomical to me like mm-hmm. you for instance while we were out and we were you know at the theme park this weekend my brother was like oh you didn't invite me and I broke down crying because it felt like the end of the world it felt like I had like had the biggest betrayal of like one of my best friends in the whole world my kid brother like I felt so bad, like, you guys are trying to console me. I'm, like, crying in 90-degree heat. Um, And that's, like, a big part. It's, like, really frustrating because it's, like, a big part of, like, my journey trying to face fears and trying to face conflict. And it just feels like, for me, it's been understanding how my brain works and how I work that's been helpful that in therapy like to be honest mm-hmm. my therapist um at the beginning of this year and I haven't been going to therapy because it was like something that I went to get through a specific issue mm-hmm. um because I couldn't confront somebody yeah and because I couldn't I was absolutely so frozen in fear absolutely terrified to confront this person and and like move on with my life Mm -hmm. I like had you I mean you saw for like months I was like going through like an absolute mental breakdown so you like quite literally 
made the conscious choice to face your fear of confrontation because you were so frozen by your fear of confrontation you couldn't confront somebody and what you literally did was get a therapist yeah i had to help to. walk you through it because it was so like i was in such horrible like lowest probably one of the absolute lowest points in my life yeah beginning of this year like absolutely worse than for me personally worse than when uh i was embarrassed on tv i was gonna say worse than the previous worse february yeah worse than that yeah because this one like was so deep and like so yeah horrible to deal with that i mean it was it was it was pretty bad um and it, it i was just like it was so bad and i like i was like i'm just not myself and mm -hmm. i and i hadn't felt happy for really it felt like longer than is normal for me mm -hmm. and I was just weeping every day like it was a really big issue for me it was something that like like manifested itself into such a problem that like I didn't deal with it so hard mm -hmm. that it was an explosion and so therapy my therapist was able to just like give you the <laughs> give nudge give me the nudge and also yeah. give me tools and give me some like direction and took a lot of the, um, I guess I want to say took the load off my shoulders in a lot of ways. It helped relieve you. Would it, would it be safe to say it relieved you of some of the intimidation? It made it feel more manageable facing this yes, fear? Yes. And having somebody, I felt bad because I desperately needed to talk to somebody about it. And I felt like mm -hmm. I couldn't just put it on everybody around me because mm -hmm. nobody like one I nobody was a professional who could help me figure out how to communicate like this person was like a cognitive behavioral therapist right. who was able to help me reframe things and also brought up things that like I was like oh I I did not realize that that's how I felt mm -hmm. about myself but like you're right the language I use and the way that I talk blah 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 like okay like these are things that are like stopping me from communicating with people and it finally I was able to communicate and confront this person and I was still absolutely horrified mm -hmm. and I feel like fear doesn't really just like go away yeah kinda ha there's no way my favorite like way to think about it is that there's no way around um discomfort and fear you have to go through it yeah um so that's, yeah, that's really my experience. Yeah. With that. And then I f I'm so sorry. I forgot what the second one that you listed was. You said it was uh, confrontation and conflict. And yeah. then what was the one after that? It was like, oh, taking, taking care, care of yourself. Myself. And that's just, that's just a work in process. I, I feel sure. like, I mean, we've read passages um, last true. week. We talked about that last we week. talked, And if you didn't hear the episode last week, we talked about like, psychologically, I had a book or no, psychologically, I brought a book. In theory, no, I had a book. In theory, no, I brought a book that talks about the psychology of each, um, like, like stage in your stage life, stage in your life, like decades, like mm -hmm. you know, and the stage in our life right now, it's like very, very extremely common and normal to be scared that you can't take care of yourself, and it's stunted, and it is stunted, um, so it makes you feel worse if you don't like realize yeah. that stuff. Yeah. So like. That was helpful to me, like, just understanding that and mm -hmm. then also just, like, just recognizing that 
I'm, I don't know. Am I ever going to be, like, comfortable no, with life? No. I feel like everybody is just bullshitting. You have to, yeah, you have to make peace with the fact that, like, you're going to probably just be, like, scared and anxious. Like, I, I could sit here all day and just be like, I just stopped being scared. I just <laughs> stopped being anxious. I'm here to tell you I didn't stop being scared. I just realized that the only way I was going to move forward in life was to just do it scared. And then when I did... yeah. I felt so much better, but, and it didn't fix everything, but Dan, at least I feel like. At least you moved forward. I moved forward and I really feel like there was a, like a, some sort of like change internally, psychologically for me. Right. That, um, like some of the fears of my life, like, oh, am I ever going to be able to be who I am in Mm -hmm. front of my family and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah. You know, whatever that means to me. Acceptance. Like acceptance. I had to realize like, well. I just have to accept myself and whoever uh, gets it, gets it. And whoever doesn't, like, screw them. Like, that's just the point Mm -hmm. that I'm at. Mm -hmm. I just can't take it anymore. Like, I can't take hiding or being somebody who I'm not and or or not speaking my mind anymore. Yeah. Um, When you're having this, like, internal war with yourself between, like, who you are and what people want you to be or who you feel like you should be like there's like nine different versions of you going around in your head especially at Mm -hmm. this age like from like 18 to 26 I feel like and having a fear of conflict I feel like makes it 10 times worse because now you're like what if I do or say the wrong thing what if I pull out the wrong personality at the wrong time quote unquote right you know and then what if I say something wrong or I offend somebody that like is in my family and then I get ostracized like right which pair yeah. that with social anxiety which um I'm gonna go ahead and just guesstimate that uh most of us in our yeah age some shade and, of it and younger have some sort of anxiety mm-hmm. disorder like yeah. I, I personally I think so because it's gotten to the point too where I'm like huh should I take medication I mean when I remember on I the driving trip, to the you were like do I, I need like, medication maybe, wait a second maybe I need like yeah that was funny to talk to somebody because <laughs> I am so anxious remember I was at the bar with you and Miranda yes. I was like you guys I'm so scared to go up to the bar will you guys please go order mm-hmm. me a drink and you guys were like no come on and I was like yep. ah, and then I was fine but I you got your drink social anxiety is so bad and it got worse over the pandemic oh I'm sure it got worse for all I of didn't us talk to anybody. we like forgot how to interact <laughs> then, with people yeah we did and then we showed up and then I'm like someone at the cashier is like hello how are you today and I'm like mm, me have I ice cream uh, beep beep oops i tooted oh. <laughs> like <laughs> and it was crazy and it was crazy okay. i think that's a universal fear at this point this is social anxiety because especially nowadays with like not to sound like grandpappy but Wait, like phone. our phones you knew what i was gonna say yeah. our phones like it's i'm not phones. saying i'm not saying phones are the the crux of every bad thing that's ever happened but i am saying that there is a le- some legitimacy to nowadays us being m- there is some sort of there has to be some sort of correlation between being afraid of talking to people face to face and how much we're able to get done with our phones like there has oh, yeah. to be at this Nobody- po- we we're at the point where you can literally like order your groceries order a pizza order from amazon talk to your friends and like do everything in between without bills. seeing a single person Check or talking schedule. yeah or talking to a single person yeah so like then when you have lonely. to talk to a person yeah. you're like how do i do this oh yeah i 
I really like <clears throat> should I like there's a doctor's appointment I absolutely need <laughs> to schedule, but I am like I hate phone calls yeah. with people I don't know. I just, yeah. and I know I'm not alone in this. I know that most of you who are listening are like, yeah, I hate that. I hate it. And my parents don't get it. And like, my grandparents, no problem. My grandpa's like, oh, who do we call? Jim from Norway? No problem. Never talked to this man. I don't even speak the language. We're going to figure it out. Like, he went to, he went to, like, Brussels. And oh. <laughs> and he did not know any lang- any of the language, nothing. And the man was hanging out with the locals. They spoke apparently they spoke the language of beer. They all like beer uh-huh. the, the universal dad language of beer. Doesn't matter where you're from in the world. You got beer, we're gonna be friends. Beer and sheds and cargo pants. <laughs> and pants and the dad's running across the parking lot. Uh 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 uh. Hey there, Jim. Hey, Jim. How's the kid? Half jogging uh, uh, over. Uh, uh. Hey. <laughs> well. Well, hey well, there. Golly, how are you? Well, how the hell are you? That's yeah. what I was like. How the hell are oh you, Jim? Oh, God. No. Uh, Jim. Jim. That's my other Jimbo. Fear. James Anthony James. Hackett, Jimmy. Jimbo. But, uh, yeah, where were we, where the hell were we going? I don't know. That? We were talking about adult fears and like social anxiety and how there's a yeah. correlation with this generation. Yeah, dads don't care, but we <clears throat> are all do we spooked? Like honestly, Tim is like the one in my life who talks on the phone is like has no problem with it. He and I, he's gotten me now on business calls, which is big for me. Nice. I hate. Oh, I hate standing and listening. Like, I also hate listening to people's phone calls. I don't know what it is. But really? It, like, yeah. I, I, huh. Tim thinks it's weird. I That's know it's weird. I cannot, like, when people, like, have their phone on speakerphone, if I can, like, get out of the wow. vicinity, I do. And I don't know, like, I don't know if maybe I heard a bad conversation between my parents once when I was a kid or something. Sure. But I have never, I have always gotten so much anxiety when I hear somebody talking on speakerphone. To someone oh, like I'm always man. scared that like someone's gonna get in a fight with somebody. I never I knew that because I've talked to my like mom and shit on speaker around you, and I had no idea. Oh yeah, you'll probably notice. Well, and it's not like a big deal. Even Tim, like even when he's calling Brenda or like anything, people that he knows, I just have like I I don't know what it is. I have such huh. a hard time. So it's been like really difficult for me. So that's another fear I'm facing, like having to sit in on business calls, sure. and I don't make a, I don't do a whole lot of talking. But just for him to be like, oh, hey, it, it's Anthem, and I have Aria here on the phone. Mm-hmm. Um, and just for me to say hi, like, I'm just dying inside. and I Rehearsing don't want your to hi. It. Yeah, I hi. am. Especially, hi. I had to rehearse because I said goodbye to a client on the phone, and, like, everything was going great, and it was fine. Like, but I took it as, like, oh, God, I'm so cringy because they were, like, um, oh, well, they, we called them. They we we scheduled this call, but we called them, and so they said, "Well, thank you for calling," and I said, you "And too. thank you for calling." Oh. Goodbye. Same and so thing. now I sit in the mirror and I say, "And as well, and thank likewise, thank you for your time, and likewise, thank you for your time." This over and over again. Oh. Say it again. And likewise, thank, thank you for, for your, your time. time. Like, oh my god. So wow. yeah. Um. Okay. Uh, science. And you what? will switch gears because you actually faced not one, not two, <laughs> not three. but like 
five or ten <laughs> fears on this trip. One, number one, well, flying the airplane by your, flying on an airplane yes, by yourself. I did not like that at all. That's something but I've always been it. afraid and of. And it was not just a short a flight. It was like four hours. That's like no. a pretty substantial like flight, I'd it, say. It was a long flight by myself. And I couldn't sleep the whole time, which made it feel even freaking longer. Yeah. Um, yeah, ever since I was a kid, I've been afraid of like flying by myself i've had really bad separation anxiety from my mom Mm -hmm. so i left this trip without my mom i did this trip without her completely like i did the whole airport by myself i got to you guys by myself and then we did our hotel by ourselves we did universal by ourselves and Mm -hmm. then we got home by ourselves so this was my first trip i've ever done like and all that without my mom or my dad or like somebody yeah so there's that I want to address my childhood fears and then get to more real shit. I am afraid yeah. of heights. I feel like childhood that's a fears. super common fear. Is okay. I've always been afraid of heights. Mm-hmm. Now, un- I'm actually not afraid of the ocean like you are because I grew up in no, Florida. No, you want to be a mermaid. You're so good to go. I used to swim in the vast ocean and not give a flying fuck. So I'm not really afraid of the ocean. Um, but I, uh, yeah, I'm afraid of heights. Terrified of heights. I am terrified of like being dropped, like the drop roller coasters. I hate those. I'm I've always been very scared of worms. And there oh, was yeah. one of those on this trip. That was I was like, I know I'm forgetting. I one. faced the freakiest animatronic worm I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and and you like can attack No 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 no. Do not do not make me look like a coward because this no, was not this like a little horrifying. This was not like a little like, like fake earthworm. This looked like something like you spilled toxic waste on and it became like a man eating worm. Yeah, it was a giant it was an it was in the queue line for a ride. For King Kong. For King Kong. Yeah. And it was a if you haven't seen it, it's like a big Look it up on YouTube wet fleshy big looking worm sorry she's like gagging uh, oh. big old worm and then it's got like rows of teeth it looks like you've seen the movie tremors ah! it'd be looking like that no that's like i won't even watch that movie i can't no i, can't I get it. it as a kid it freaked me out i was like whoa you told me that's not the worm no that's not the and worm. i'm talking but i'm i'm not afraid of like i'm not just afraid of giant worms just anywhere i'm afraid we of camping and oh my god it was not oh my god bella it's we, a worm no <laughs> that is the only worm i will bella tolerate Right? It's is the worm. scene in Twilight when he goes, Bella, look, it's a worm. It's a worm. It's a worm. I will <laughs> tolerate that. But every other worm, when we went camping and we had a bunch of like, like pupa, is that what they're called? The yeah, little, they like, were silkworms. They were, they were good. They were all. They were transformed. They were just little silkworms, like totally harmless, sweet little creatures, I'm sure, hanging from the trees. And I literally would not go over anywhere near it. I would not. And we slept under them. I was like, cool, they're metamorphosis. Yeah, you guys slept under them. I was like on the other side of the campsite. I refused to go near there. And one time one got on a blanket and I didn't use that blanket the entire rest of the trip. And then she died. Because it had sat on it (laughs) once. And I was like, nope, I'm not touching it. it. A worm looked at that. A worm looked at the blanket and I burned it. I was like, absolutely. Absolutely not. So I am definitely, definitely afraid of worms. Yeah, that's a. And I, I, yeah. So this trip, sitting in that line, we turned to the corner, and it was funny. I was having. Well, it's funny because I was having a good time, and then we turned the corner, and Tim kind of looked at me, and you looked at me, and then I looked, and I said, "Oh." Fuck no. Oh, yeah. And there was a giant ass, very real looking worm in a glass box that was like the yeah, size like of a this monster. acoustic guitar. Yeah. And I was about ready to pee my pants. <laughs> it was pretty I nasty. was so scared. And that, it was so nasty. Even Tim was like, 
Ugh. It was an Alaskan That's bullworm. disgusting. So that, I've always been afraid of worms. Ever yeah, since and then not only that, but you've got claustrophobia in a lot of the rides. Like, I do. Put you in like a cave. I do have claustrophobia. Like, yeah, so you yeah. you were able to. I you, went through caves. You I do caves. They bumped in, you into seats and stuff. Like, yeah, I was in really tight spaces. I was on the plane, which triggers my claustrophobia. Yeah, that's already a tight space. And heights. So it's like my two worst fears combined into one. Yep. Planes. And then, uh, yeah, I was, like, squeezing through caverns and shit in, like, 20-minute long lines. It's just, like, it's not going to stay. Well, even it was making me uncomfortable, but I didn't want to freak you out. I'm glad you, you didn't out. say that. I didn't want to freak you out. Also, when the train, not the train, when the plane had turbulence at the end, I was, like, oh, yeah. trying to pretend like I was not scared. And I was just, like, everything's cool because I oh. didn't want to freak you out. No, I was fine, actually. I'm. It's you not fine. It's not even turbulence that bothers me. That's the turbulence thing. Turbulence scares me even though I know it's not dangerous. Yeah, that's the thing. You're afraid of like turbulence you hate turbulence like bombs, dude in the air and i don't mind turbulence that's not what it is about planes it's the claustrophobia for me no oh, well, that's what that. it is that gets get that. to me it's being stuck in one place where you can't do anything that's yeah. how i feel like i feel like somebody sedate me yeah i will be yeah i did not like i will say that in the lines like i did not like the little cave parts but no. i was just like it's fine because i know we're not gonna be in here for very long no luckily we didn't have any like three hour lines or anything yeah, everything too much no everything moved pretty quick but there were like five minute periods where we would be in in this like tight pretty space tight like, spaces Ugh. and we weren't moving and i would just kind of yeah. be like um Find a happy place. Find a happy yeah. place. Find a happy place. I didn't even have. I don't even really have. Not. Not really. I don't have claustrophobia. Like it's not something that I think about a lot. Like I guess if I was stuck in a small place for a long time. But he was making me feel a little uncomfortable because we were in a line. Yeah, exactly. And I was. I'm just used to being able to like see people around me, uh -huh. and I could only. See, and like, it was super dark. Me. Yeah, it was dark. It and was then there dark. Were, like, these kids with flashlights in there like yeah. pointing right in my face i'm like can you not it's dark in here for a reason they're trying yeah. to like keep ambiance yeah and then there was a lady in the king kong line who was like shining one right in my face i was like can we I, ooh, people I, are bitches good thing i'm afraid of conflict yeah right <laughs> i know and then me and tim are like, emphatically not afraid of conflict I, oh i know because you're the one that i'm like no 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 Go get my drink from the bar. Somebody, like, we drink. were standing in line once, and this old man kept, like, making, like, he wanted to, like, tell us knock-knock oh. jokes, but he was, like, old and creepy, and he wouldn't leave us alone, and I was just looking at her, like, she's gonna kill us, she's gonna punch an old man, she's gonna punch an old man. And then I ruined his day. Yeah, because you... Cause <laughs> I stepped started, on his joke. You stepped on his joke, you knew all his jokes, and I was uh, like, oh, no. Like, we thought we were gonna be like, that thing's so funny. Those are really funny not. jokes. I was emphatically just like, I have no patience for you. You're just like, don't talk to me. Don't, don't talk, talk to, to me, me. Ever. Just don't talk to me. Anyways, tangent. Yeah, but sorry. Now you're fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I, so I faced the worm. Faced I faced the worm, heights. Faced the heights. I faced did the... planes. I did separation anxiety. And then I'm also really scared of roller coasters mm -hmm. but like to an extent where i i don't mind like certain rides because in universal i've ridden the harry potter journey through hogwarts whatever it's called yeah ride multiple times because i love harry potter nothing eats you around it does harry potter is an anti-fear of mine it is literally like it cancels out my fears i guess because of this weekend uh -huh. that's the only conclusion i can think of i love it that much that it just like yeah that you went on a roller coaster and it was I definitely did. an intense one i went on a fucking roller coaster and this is something like if people who don't know me do not understand what a big deal this is i am 
like she's really shit your pants (laughs) scared like throw up in my mouth afraid if I even look at a roller coaster I am so terrified of roller coasters it's not even funny like you guys just showing me videos of roller coasters because these guys love roller oh, coasters they're in thu- they're what's Tim Tim's part of the roller coaster enthusiast like, club part of the American roller coaster enthusiasts yeah he's a card carrying member yeah that he does have a card that's yeah so they love them and so they'll watch like you know like YouTube point of views or whatever and when we watch them I have to like look away I'm terrible I have like panic attacks like watching roller coasters point of point of views because I'm just like no 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 and then again yeah heights <laughs> flying claustrophobia yeah it's like, like all of those all combined of it together but because it was Hagrid themed yep. you went on and it was I enjoyed and you did, myself and you did like it I actually enjoyed myself like didn't I didn't flip hate upside it down or anything it was just fast. no it didn't go upside down which is fine but that doesn't mean it wasn't intense it was still like a very intense roller coaster I I don't know because I've only ridden like three mm-hmm. but that one was like as far as I know it yeah. seemed pretty it was a bona fide ro- it was not like a kiddie coaster it was a bona fide roller coaster totally because it still yeeted you around and there were still times where like we went sideways and we had swivels and dips and drops and we went fucking fast. really fast it was way faster than they thought really it would be fast. it was fine for me but I was like oh no oh I feel bad for her oh no <laughs> but we held hands I was actually laughing we held hands like, we had fun I was honestly laughing because of the irony of it like I was laughing I, kind of because I was having fun but also like the it was fact like, of course the f- yeah no that's why I was laughing because I was literally like of course this would be the roller coaster that sneaks up on us and is like oh wow this is actually pretty intense and I'm just sitting here like well there's nothing I can do now short of literally being ejected from my seat so i may as well just ride ride it out ride the ride. and so i did so i faced that fear and i also don't like crowds so being in an amusement park was a good challenge yeah it's like usually i would never take you to an amusement park because like there's just not that much for you to do if you're going to spend a ton of money to go in somewhere right. i want you to have a good time but it was like the perfect situation it was perfect but there was a lot i did like there was a lot of stuff there was a ride. lot of stuff that i rode without being afraid at all like we did the fucking the cat in the hat, right? i was just you know what you stepped on my joke i was literally going to say everything else we rode was totally tame and the scariest thing by far was the cat in the hat ride <laughs> oh yeah because it was literally the slowest ride for babies for baby children and babies and there was like a three-year-old in front of us in the car so we couldn't swear we couldn't say our true (laughs) thoughts but the whole time we were sitting there going like what the fresh fucking hell is this (laughs) what the hell is even that what the hell is even that like we were like this ride looks like it has not been touched since the hall of presidents was put in disney world it has and i swear it's like so old like all the animatronics are like falling apart the The cat in the hat's eyes are like drifting like pennywise they're like in opposite directions and they come too close to the car they get really close we walked into the ride and she told the the attendant said (laughs) welcome to cat in the hat and she said she making me on go on this ride i hate this ride and the lady laughed because she knew yeah she knew that it's a nightmare yeah she knew i to be fair okay well let me just tell you i kept walking i didn't even make (laughs) eye contact with this woman like i just kind of brisked past her and she went welcome and i said she's making me ride this i hate it i don't want to be here and pretty much just like that and then right as i passed her she laughed and i was like fuck you like you know what's about to happen and then we got off the ride then we got off the ride and i was like i hope you're happy i hope you're fucking happy (laughs) i hope you're happy now i hope you're happy now (laughs) so i faced that fear and then i guess in terms of like general like life fears beyond this trip uh a big one that i struggled with my whole life was like separation anxiety Mm -hmm. that's been a thing since i was a kid 
because I was raised by a single mom, as were you, but my mom was very, uh, I don't want to say overbearing, but my mom is, my mother loves me a lot. Yeah. And your mom you're just really close like you're well we're close but even as a kid my mom was very like hovery yes like very like i I really don't want to say like suffocating because she wasn't but like but i know what you mean very just attached at the hip of a dad she was attached at the hip with me not necessarily by my choice yeah. Like she yeah. was very involved in my life more so than average. And I that was, makes sense. and it was because I think she always wanted a daughter and I, she was a good mom. She was not yeah. a bad mom. She wasn't overbearing. She didn't smother me. But like as an adult now, I'm trying to have to kind of like use the jaws of life and pry us apart t- so that I can have a healthy life right. and a healthy relationship with my mother and myself. Mm-hmm. And so part of that was like doing trips like this, like going somewhere with just my friends and going on overnight gigs with you guys and like going, spending my day out of the house. And like my mom and I still have an apartment together because of just financial reasons. Right. But like just because of that, I feel like sometimes I have to even like push a little more to make sure I'm like out of the house because mm-hmm. I want to make sure that I'm like living my life and not just hanging out with my mom. Yeah. So there's that. And then a big fear of mine ever since I was young. It might be a Leo thing, honestly. But it's like a fear of being average. It's a a Leo thing. Like a fear of like like being mediocre and lackluster. Sure. Being unremarkable. All right, yeah, sure. It's a huge fear of mine. Not necessarily failure because I'm very – I'm like aware that you can't be a failure if you're happy. You can't. Right. Like if you're happy doing what you're doing – and you're being true to yourself, you're not a failure. Yeah. But, like, what if being true to myself and it's not remarkable? Like, what, you know what I mean? Like, like when I was a kid, I loved to sing, and I was in theater and drama and did all this shit, and just through one event, you know, one event led to another throughout my life, and now I'm not really doing much of any of that anymore. And so it's like the kid dream of like oh i want to be you know a singer or whatever now it's i want to be an influencer and right now it's like if you're not that then who are you i feel Mm -hmm. like is some level of it sure sure you know and it's a lot of people feel that way yeah that's the thing i feel like it's an adult it's a very like relatable adult fear because like you're afraid of just fading into the background blending in and being just yeah you want to be the main character Everybody I really want, but that's that's my point. Is it's something everyone wants, but not everyone can have. And what if I'm someone you who, mean the main character who doesn't life, have it? Though. Yes, but who's that for? Mm-hmm. Aside from me, well, that's not enough. Why not? Because it's not. Why? Why you give a fuck away to everybody? Well, because when you want to be like, I think it's when you want to be like at the forefront of people's attention and you want to be noticed it has to come from more than just you no, in order to feel validated it. no i get it you know what i mean it doesn't actually have to but that's how you feel that's I get how you it. feel like it has to come from more than that like you want to be the person that like when you walk in a room everybody's like oh she's so 
insert word. Who's that? Yeah, I know. You want it to be like a 90s rom-com where she takes off her glasses and takes her hair down. And everyone's like, who is she? she?" And she's like, can't you see that I'm the one who (laughs) understands you? I love you, Taylor Swift. Please call me. me. I love her so much. I love you. I took a celebrity poll the other day, and it was like, celebrities, love versus hate. And one was Taylor Swift, and I said love so fast. And I was appalled. The poll results were like, it was like 60% loved her. 40% hated her. I was like, they're jealous. Why do you hate her? They're jealous. Are you afraid of Taylor Swift? Is that Face big, your fear. Face the fear of Taylor Swift. Face She's not actually fears. a threat, my dick. She's literally um, the sweetest, most amazing person ever. And she's 32, almost, and vibing and doing her thing. And I love her so much. Yeah. And she faces her fears every day. Yeah, she does. <laughs> she faced her fear of Donald Trump retaliating yeah. against her. Because <laughs> she hates him. <laughs> I think it's beautiful it's so funny what a beautiful thing it's so funny to think about her manager being like hey uh taylor you do realize donald trump's gonna come after you and she said i don't give a fuck i don't (laughs) give a fuck i don't care i stand with the gays and the theys i don't care I I, i don't care i don't care so facing fears um Long story short, I guess we 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 face a lot of fears in our lives. <laughs> it, it matters not what you have done, but what you do with what you've done for others. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, Socrates. That's right. <laughs> I'm gonna scream. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So, good night to people. Good night with daddy issues who are afraid of Noah Centineo. To kids who are scared of the uh, mascot costume characters. That was me. Oh that my was, god. Oh, that's a fear. Oh my god. I yeah. That was okay. One more. One more kid fear. Terrified of like mascot costume people, really? like p- big the big heads and like Mickey Mouse type <sighs> costume. Oh, uh-uh. I've got a story for oh, you. Oh, absolutely terrified. Oh we went God. to the corn maze once. As a kid, what? they had a man dressed as a giant ear of corn. His name <laughs> was Prince Cornelius, just what? like Thumbelina was. But it wasn't. I love him. But it wasn't Cornelius. Oh, and it wasn't like a, a metrosexual prince? No, he was literally a corn. He was a corn. Not oh. a, he was a corn cob man. He was a man made of corn. He would, No, he wasn't shaped like a man. He was like a VeggieTales looking guy in real life, real big, too scary, too scary, way too scary for me. And my friend who was my age, none of my friends were scared of them. I was like, how are you guys not scared of those guys? You go to like Six Flags and they got Bugs Bunny flopping around. You're like, that's not Bugs Bunny. That's not Bugs Bunny. Chuck E. Cheese. Don't get me started. I was so scared of Chuck E. Cheese. That guy was so scary. Anytime he would come out. Did you see it too? Yeah. The cat. (laughs) The clown. The clown. That's what you're making me think of <laughs> right mouse. now. It's just, Chuck you saw it too? too? Clown. Dude, no. And Chuck E. Cheese, I would like hide up in the tunnels. Oh my like, God. Like the crawly tunnels. If, saw if I saw coming. the mouse, I was like, he can't fit up there. No, he, he can't. can't. fit up there. And then I would be scared that he would like see me and he would try and come up the <laughs> thing. And I was too scared. <laughs> yeah, that ruined my life as oh a child. My God. Mascots. That like sorry, literally really was a funny. problem. It's hilarious. <laughs> Okay, sorry even for laughing, at 12 but years really old, funny. like all the way up to like probably like 13, oh I was God. so scared. I remember like, okay, did you ever go to Country Buffet? Yes. Um, with the bee. Yeah. The big yeah. bee. You told me the this bee. story. The bee. Oh, no. 
is so scary. I, I was, remember that. I, I was like 13. I like hid under the table. <laughs> I was crying. And they were coming and they like were coming around table Holy to table shit. handing out balloons. And I was just like, no, I don't know. And they were like, my mom, yeah. My mom was like, what the fuck are you doing? I was like, mom, the bee. And now to this day, you're like, oh, wasp. It reminds me of the bee mascot. And now I'm not scared. I used to be scared of bees, but then I learned more about them and I stopped being scared of them. That's true. Wasps are still scary. They don't, they do, they will. Bees won't sting. Most of the time, bees won't sting you. Bees are minding their beeswax. They really are. Wasps. They don't care. They choose violence. They choose violence. I have two stories for you. I'm ready. That's what that made me think of. So one is very short. My uncle was also terrified of mascot figures, specifically the Burger King like, King. Like, was he, like, all into adult age? He was an adult, like, in See, his I'm 40s. I'm not scared of them anymore. No, no. In his <laughs> 40s, he was deathly afraid, like me and Worms. Okay, Him it. with bobblehead mascots that look like people, specifically the yeah, Burger King King. Oh, that's, that's so <laughs> scary so, anyway. So, He's scary wait, wait, anyway. So, so what we did for his, like, big 40th birthday... No. Was we went to Burger King. Burger King. No, but that would have been really funny. At the time, they were running a promotion where they were giving out the King bobbleheads. <laughs> so we went to Burger King and got one, and then put it on his cake for his fortieth birthday. And it was the Burger King bobblehead no. man, and he literally wouldn't blow out his candles. No. And he was like a forty-year-old man, it and traumatized so him. It was he deserved it. It was funny. <laughs> he supports Trump. I don't feel okay. Bad. It's fine. I don't feel bad. Should we send him some? Some Burger King bobblehead men. <laughs> Just in a big box. I'm fine with that. Anonymous. Um, so another thing, when I was a kid, this is also just, just really, I don't know. It just explains a lot about my personality. When I was a kid, once I went to the fair with my mom and dad, and it was one of my earliest memories. I was like maybe like two or three. And I remember sitting on my dad's shoulders, and my dad is like terrified of clowns. Mm -hmm. And I was sitting on my oh, dad's shoulders, and I just fair. kept saying, Daddy, I want to meet the clown. <laughs> I, you know where I'm going with this. And so no. he was like, no, absolutely not. And my mom was like, James, don't be a baby. Like, take go her take to her the to the clown. And so I literally reached out and I held the clown's hand for a second. And I said, hi, Mr. Clown. And then I just remember my father looking up at me, horrified, like, on what? his shoulders going, did you just shake that clown's hand? Like he was literally disgusted no. with me. He disowned, and that was when he disowned you. That clown's hand, and I said, "Yeah." And my mom was like, "James, James oh, get the Isaac fuck Neutron. over it!" Like my mom was literally like, "James," and he was sitting there staring at me, just in shock and horror, like oh Olivia Shay. Did you just shake that clown's hand? And so now, and then it came out, and now I'm like, hee hee! Yeah, you're still cool with clowns. I still am cool with clowns. I've never been scared of clowns. I've never been scared of clowns. Like I said, as a baby, I was like, oh, look at the clown! And my dad was like, absolutely the fuck not. Now to this day, my mom is like, Pennywise kind of gives me the creeps. And I'm like, he reminds me of home. He reminds me of the hunt. He reminds me of the hunt! He, I've only, only been scared of one clown in my life. And it was... Carrot top? <laughs> you got it bing no it was um uh i went to a circus once when i was really little i cannot even I, I couldn't even tell you like who i went with but i had to have been like five and i just remember the only thing i remember is at the entrance there was a clown taking tickets and he wouldn't let me go inside until i gave him a high five and for some reason, there's just something creepy. about this clown. Like, he wasn't even, like, a, I just remember him, like, not looking, like, 
clownish enough. You know what I mean? Like, it was just off. I was like, it's like you didn't even try, my dude. Oh, and, um, yeah, I just, and I remember giving him a high five and his glove. And, you know, I could totally be remembering it wrong. Yeah. But I remember the glove. It wasn't like a clown glove. It was like a doctor's, like, rubber glove. <gasps> and, and now you're afraid of the dentist. Like, Oh, and that's, and there we go, and there it is. No, I definitely have a good reason to be afraid of the dentist. No, My mom that's fair. took me to a dentist once when oh, I was no. a baby that was apparently um, a, not a good person. I don't know. Oh. Like, oh, yeah. Oh. I don't know if we have oh. time to unpack this story. I don't think story. we do. <laughs> no. Oh. Um, yeah, no. I, I have, like, some pretty messed up I understand why trauma. you're afraid of the dentist. <laughs> but it I happened do. when I was so small that yeah. I don't remember anything. And so, but all I know is that you're I've been scared me. of the dentist. You're scaring me. <laughs> it, it wasn't. It was not good. Oh, God. It okay. was, I'll tell you after. Look, oh hey, guys, God. I'm okay. Okay. First of all, I'm okay. Okay. I'll still go to the dentist. Oh, my God. I don't like it. No, you won't. You can't tell me there's people out there who are like, boy, I just love the dentist. No, can't no one wait. likes oh, the dentist. Bill Murray in Little Shop of Horrors. I was going to say Ozzy Osbourne. And Ozzy Osbourne, because <laughs> you guys got to look up the clip of Ozzy Osbourne going to the, the dentist, dentist, and they're, like, giving him so much laughing gas. I can't feel it. I can't feel it. Ozzy, it's all the way up, and I know it's all the way up because I'm, I'm feeling, feeling it. it. And he's like, more nitrous. More nitrous. More nitrous. The cup, and he just... just... Yeah, they're like, why don't you rinse your mouth out? He just takes the cup of water and, like... Puts it on his head, and they're like, okay, Ozzy. It's the best. Anyway, so I think that about wraps I it up. I think that wraps it up! Oh, my God. Leaving on a nice positive note. Uh, look. Okay. In a nutshell. Oh, God. The only way to face fears is not to go around them, but through them, because if you... Whoa. And there's some things you... I mean, like, if you're scared of worms, you don't have to go near worms. Uh, and no. I'm sorry if a worm comes near you. A surprise worm... <laughs> Violates your bubble you. when the worm comes in. Like, hey, let me buy you a drink. But I'm saying, like, things that are, like, you know, like confrontation or telling yeah. people how you feel or things like that. Like, those are really normal. You know, thinking gravity's not going to work. That's normal. Like... Is it? <laughs> probably. I mean, if... Two out of two people on this podcast are scared of gravity stopping. That's fair. I'm going to ask everybody, like, how, on a scale of one to ten, how worried are you (laughs) that at any given moment gravity's just going to stop? I'm done. (laughs) But I think in a nutshell, like, it's okay to be afraid and facing fears is, it can be really difficult, but once you get through it, because there's no way around it, you just got to go through it and you do things when you're scared... Um, there's actually there's a lot of power and there's a lot of freedom mm-hmm. in uh, just you know being brave. In the words of Taylor Swift, when she released her album Fearless, her second studio album Fearless, uh, winner of I think Grammys. Mm-hmm. Um, I know I I'm I I'm gonna act like I know shit, but I don't. I'm gonna believe her second studio know. album titled Fearless. She said to me, "Fearlessness is not the absence of fear; it's being terrified but jumping anyway." See, so listen to That's Taylor it. Swift. In a nutshell. In a nutshell. And I think that about does it. Yep. As always, um, if you want to reach us, uh, our email is heygirlsgirl at gmail.com. We are most active on Instagram. You can yep. always reach us on Instagram. At heygirlsgirl. Uh, yeah, heygirlsgirl. Uh, and yeah, that's the science. That's it. That's that, the science that's behind all fear. She wrote. And that's the science. We are scientists. Um, no, we're not. Okay. We're not. We're not. Bye, Bye girl, girl squirrel. squirrel.